With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lost Talk Radio. Put your hands lifted up.
if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Send all your emails and requests there. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on, uh, if you want to follow us on, what is it? Instagram. Thank you. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. Uh, and then the live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. Come on in. Come on in. Join us on Facebook right now. If you're watching us, wherever you're watching us from, come on in. Say something to your boy. I know you might be in the house. Hopefully you are in the house. Hopefully you all are safe. Uh, those of you in the Chicagoland area, please yeah, go ahead and put that in the chat, too. Do me a favor. If you're in the Chicagoland area, just type safe in the chat. Uh, <laughs> mark yourself safe in the chat. Let us know you are in uh, a good and safe place. Amen. Amen. Uh, good, good, good to be here for that. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube right now on the on our YouTube channel, thank you, thank you, thank you. For those of you watching on YouTube, we're glad to have you here. And for those of you who may be watching on Twitch right now, yeah, we're on Twitch. <laughs> we're on Twitch, y'all. I might have Twitch. <laughs> we're on Twitch, y'all. So y'all can come on and join us uh, on Twitch right now as well. She says, Shanti says she's safe and free for Good to see you, sis. Good to see you. Good to see you on and on time for service. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, excited as always. Don't forget you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Do a simple search for the Taking the Limits Off, uh, Taking the Limits Off, Taking the Limits Off Media Group. Do a simple search there. You'll not only will you find the TTLO radio show, but you'll also find all the other shows that are connected with us. You'll find Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. That's right, Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Real talk, real issues, real solutions. Uh, Healthy Soul Talk show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Always, always some good shows. You can go back and check any of her former uh, shows, her past shows, rather, and I guarantee you it'll be something that will be good for you and your family, loved ones, and all of that. Check her out. Real talk, real issues, real solutions. It's the Healthy Soul Talk show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. You can also catch my brother, the good pastor, uh, Harold Washington and the Kitchen Chronicles. That's right, the Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. You can catch my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington and the Faith Works and Vision Church family. You can catch them every, every Tuesday, again, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30 uh, with the Kitchen Chronicles show. But every week we start our, we start our week off, we start our week off with worship. We start our week off with worship. And what better way to do that than right here at the birthplace of gospel music? Every Sunday, we kick off our live, our week with the word, the, the word, the worship and prayer right here at the gospel, uh, the birthplace of gospel music. Join senior pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family right here at 11 o'clock for our morning worship service. It's always a good time here at the Ebenezer. And then as soon as we are done, you can come right back and tune in to uh, my good brother, 
down at the Faith Works and Vision for their virtual services. Uh, join Senior Pastor Harold D. Washington and the Faith Works and Vision virtual family every Sunday, uh, right round, uh, right after we end. You can always catch them here as well. And don't forget Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast. You can always find us there. Amen. Amen. Look, y'all, it is, uh, let me say this. We are, we are minding the weather. We have, that was a flicker of light right there. <laughs> the light just flickered. Uh, we are minding the weather. We are on the air. I don't know if y'all can hear the thunder in the background. <laughs> but we are minding the weather. Where you going? You want to look? <laughs> we are minding the weather here because we are in the middle of a uh, a tornado warning. And uh, so we got the, the we got the, the TV on over here, uh, minding the weather and all of that good stuff. So we just trying to keep an eye on everything. But we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna do our show. Look, we gonna do our show, and 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 hopefully help somebody, uh, help my help ourselves and somebody else on tonight. But look, let's go ahead and kick it in with what else? But the four piece check in. That's right, the church check in. The four piece check in. What do we want to know with the four piece check in? What church did you go to yesterday? Who preached the gospel yesterday? What was the scripture and what was the sermon title? That's the four-piece check-in. We want to do that as well, the four-piece check-in, the four-piece check-in. I want to do that. I want to go and put that out there for you. Before we get into that, uh, before we get into that, I do want to uh, acknowledge, man, this has been a, and, and I was corrected, Tanya. I know you saw my post earlier. For those of you who follow me personally, you all might have saw my post. Uh, about three deaths in 10 days. And my auntie Monique uh, sent me a message. Well, she put a comment up there. She was like, actually in seven days. I had to go, wow, because it hadn't been seven days. So yeah, um, three deaths in seven days. Uh, unfortunately, uh, and I think I mentioned John on the air. Uh, I think I did. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, maybe I didn't. Uh, but so my, my, my former church, my former church, um, uh, my my former church, Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church. That's my former church, that's, and I, I'll still call that my home church because that's where I was uh, reared and raised, and 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 all of those things. I don't know if y'all can hear that thunder coming through my microphone. I know I hear it in my ear, and if I hear it in my ear coming through the mic, y'all probably hear it too. Um, but I was I was raised at that at that church. And uh, it is a uh, we've had they've they've had some devastation uh, they've had some serious devastation uh, over the last seven days uh, over at Kingdom and I am uh, praying for them and all of the families affected uh, about a little a little less than a week ago uh, I got the sad news uh, that uh, Deacon John Meredith uh, Deacon John Meredith had passed away. I got the sad news about that, and uh, it didn't take long uh, for that to turn uh, while we were still, while the plans uh, for his services uh, were, being, uh, were being made, while the, while the plans for his services were being made, um, we couldn't even get out of that real good before um, another death hit. I got a a video uh, from one of my fellow ministers, uh, Ivan Miller. I got a video from him, and uh, the video 
was uh, of him singing to his father. It was a, and it threw me off. It threw me off. <clears throat> it threw me off, and I wasn't sure what the video was about. Uh, but it was of pastor, a pastor emeritus, um, uh, of the pastor emeritus at Kingdom, uh, uh, and he was in a what looks to be a what looked to be a hospital bed at the time, and so that really threw me off, and I wasn't sure. Um, uh, I wasn't sure what was, I wasn't sure what was going on. And so I had to, you know, I, it, 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 it messed me up for a minute because I was confused because I hadn't heard anything, um, about him being sick. Uh, and so let me, let me make sure I do this right. So anyway, let me go back. Deacon John Meredith was just over here at, at my church over here practicing with his group, uh, about a week, about two weeks ago. Uh, with, with Sean McCurtis and some others, uh, they were just over here practicing, and uh, it was it was you know good to see. I hadn't seen him in a while, at least you know, and not 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 up close. I hadn't seen him in a while, so it kind of took me off. Uh, it was good to see him and everything, and and I was I was glad I was glad to see him, and to get the news that he had passed away uh, was was shocking. It was it was shocking, uh, and then and then. Uh, to get this video uh, from from uh, uh, Minister Ivan Miller uh, about it with his dad, who was you know you could clearly see he was uh, in some sort of I don't want to say distress, but not doing well. Uh, and he was singing to his dad. He was singing his dad's favorite song to him, and it messed me up because his dad used to sing the song "Jesus Loves Me." This I know for the Bible tells me so. That was the song. Um, that he used to sing all the time, and so when I I saw the video, uh, it kind of it kind of messed me up. So I called him, and I talked to him. We had a long conversation. Um, we had a long conversation uh, about it, and you know, and he was telling me about you know his dad was wasn't doing well, and and all of that. So I you know we we talked for about maybe thirty five forty five minutes or so, and uh, you know it just. It just put you know put a lot of things in perspective, and we literally this was last night at about eight eight ish o'clock uh, that him and I spoke uh, last night about his father, literally literally last night, and he was saying that um, he was telling me that uh, he was that you know he was prepared. Um, he said them us working me take a drink. <laughs> okay, Shante, so. Anyway, I talked to him for a while, and after the conversation, you know, I felt some kind of way about the conversation. We moved on, and then this morning, I get the text message from former pastor Ray Williams uh, that uh, senior pastor, pastor emeritus, rather, uh, Tad Miller had passed away, and I am so glad that I had spoke to his son yesterday about his condition. Let me say that again. I am so glad that I spoke to his son yesterday about his condition uh, because it helped me today. It helped me deal with it today because I probably would have been messed up big time. I would have been completely messed up not knowing the entire situation. I would have been completely messed up. So, uh, But Pastor Miller, for those of you who don't know, uh, Pastor Miller was the pastor of Kingdom Baptist Church. He was there 
when the church started uh, back in 1972. Actually, they should be celebrating their 50th anniversary this coming June. I know it got pushed back because of some stuff that's going on, but their 50th anniversary this year, he marched in to the building with them back in 1972. He has been a stalwart uh, there at that church every Sunday without fail. Any Sunday when he was healthy, and, uh, and, I, and I promise you this, he was a dedicated pastor. He was a dedicated preacher. He was a dedicated teacher. I should have said first he was a dedicated husband and father. He was absolutely an amazing, amazing person. Anybody that met him, if, if anybody had a harsh word to say about Pastor Tad Miller, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm thinking you're going to probably lie or you made it up. Uh, there, was no, there was no quit in him when it came to preaching. Pastor Miller did not care or concern himself with church politics. I can tell you that real quick. He did not care or concern himself with church politics. He only wanted to preach and teach the gospel. That was it. He wanted to, and he wanted to let everybody know that he could. Uh, when Pastor Miller got a little older and up in age, he would sit out front of our church. Uh, when he was still healthy, he would sit out front of the church and with a megaphone, and he would talk to any and everybody that walked past that front gate of that church. And I mean, he would sit out there on that corner. He was faithful to evangelism. You, you may not have agreed with his evangelism tactics. That, that, that's a whatever, you know, that's a personal thing. But he was out there, and he was faithful to being out there on those corners of Central and Fulton and Central and Lake Street. He was absolutely faithful to the cause. Uh, and so he is going to be missed. And I said this, we often quote that scripture uh, that Paul, when Paul says, uh, fought the good fight, we often, we often quote that scripture and we give that scripture to a whole lot of folks. Uh, I believe it's 2 Timothy. I believe it's 2 Timothy. Uh, but we quote that scripture quite often uh, where Paul says, I have fought the good fight. I've finished my course uh, and, I believe, and I've kept the faith. Uh, let me say this. And I said this last night to uh, his son when I talked to him because he only had one son. He had a bunch of daughters. But he only had one son. And I said this to him. I said, your dad fought. He, he didn't just finish the race or he didn't just fight a good fight. He fought a damn good fight. And I'll say that. And I know y'all might say, but well, you ain't got to add that to it. That's me. Y'all get over it. Y'all be all right. He fought a fight. Uh, he was he was a faithful man. I, I shared. I don't know if I shared that story on the air about when I was playing the song. I think I did, though. When I was playing the song at Bible study that day. And, 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 and he got up and gave Miss Miller the tissue because she's a song head. I, sh- I, I literally just shared that story with y'all about, I think it might have been two weeks ago. Literally just shared a story with y'all about the kind of, he was, if you were trying to be a good preacher, a good pastor, and a good husband, and a good father, if you needed a role model, he was it. If you are a preacher who are in the ministry, and you had somebody to follow behind and somebody to say, he's doing it the right way. He's doing it the right way. You got that Pastor Tab Miller was absolutely uh, the role model for young preachers to follow behind. And I, I appreciated him because when all 
drama and all hell was breaking loose. You know, Pastor Miller had told me, look, I didn't care about, I didn't care about who was for me or against me. I had his blessing, and that was enough for me. I knew I was good. I had it. God, if God called me and Pastor Miller gave me his blessing, I was good. And I am, I am honored uh, that Pastor Miller, his name is on my, his, his name is on my, uh, my preaching license. His name is on my ordination papers. <laughs> and so his name is on all the stuff that, you know, in the church realm that legitimizes you. You know, I, I, I know God called me. I don't need no paper. But his name is on the things that matter to me. His name, uh, my former pastor, Ray Williams, uh, the late Ricky Guyton, those names uh, are on my documentation. And I am, I am uh, honored uh, to have worked with him, to have sat underneath him, to have been taught by him, to have been counseled by him. And I'm saying all this now because you never know what happens at um, services and home goings and everybody want to get up and talk. I, I, got, I can take as much time as I want on here and do that and I'll probably do it again as the arrangements and things are made for him and his family. Uh, so definitely want to send condolences out to um, Tab Miller's family, Ivan and all of the family uh, that are affected, Sharon and Myra and Stephanie uh, and all of them and all the, all the, all the grandbabies uh, over there uh, that, that are, you know, missing it. I'm sure going to be missing their granddad and everything, man. He was an amazing, amazing man. I love, I love the way he loved on his wife. I love the way that he loved on all the babies. You, you if you were a child and grew up at Kingdom, uh, Reverend Miller loved on you, and loved on you the right way. Loved on you the right way. And and I'll I'll be I'm eternal. I'll be I'll be I am eternally grateful, uh, eternally grateful for any time that I got a chance to sit with him, uh, whether it was in our he even came to, I remember him coming to our, um, when Pastor Ray Williams used to host um, uh, ministry meetings on Saturday morning for the ministers, you know, for us new people. And he would come and sit in those meetings. He didn't have to come and sit in the meetings, but he did. He came and he sat in those meetings uh, because he wanted to check and make sure we was, you know, what, that everything was, you know, was being taught right. Uh, and I, I, I can appreciate that because he, he, had, he had did what he was supposed to do. He, had, he, had, he served his time as pastor for the seven years he was pastor of Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, but he sat, and, was, and this is what's so interesting. And some folk might not know this, and they might not. He sat as the associate pastor of Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church for over 20 years. For over 20 years. He was the he was never the assistant pastor, but you wouldn't be able to tell anybody that. He sat as the associate. He sat he sat in the in the second chair as they call it. He sat there for twenty plus years, doing whatever he was asked to do. He sat there and he did the work, and he did the work without ever a complaint. He did it with a smile on his face, and he did it all the time he was never and and never had the 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 title of assistant pastor and then when the time came he took the mantle and 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 ran it as best as he could as best as he saw fit for the seven years that he pastored and and you know what i think for the time 
Uh, he did, he, like I said, he did the best job uh, that he could do. And he said, I'm going to do this for seven years and I'm going to sit down. A lot of pastors won't tell you that. A lot of pastors think that they're supposed to die in the chair. And I, I have always, I remember when he, when I remember at his installation, I remember it just like it was yesterday. When Pastor Miller got installed, he said, I'm going to do this. He said, God told me seven years. He said that to the people at his installation. And when his, when his seventh year came at the beginning of the year, he told them this is my last year. <laughs> and everybody was looking crazy because they act like he hadn't already told them. He said, God gave me seven years to pastor, and that's what I was going to do. And that's exactly what he did. He passed for seven years, and he went and took a seat. He took a seat. So uh, uh, prayers out to the Miller family, um, his wife, um, Rydeen Miller, and, and the rest of them. And then the news doesn't stop there because I found out uh, that my cousin uh, lost his, his wife, uh, Deacon Homer Lyons, another deacon at, at Kingdom. He lost his wife, didn't even know she was sick. Uh, but again, this is how things go. He lost his wife, I believe it was yesterday or sometime last night. Uh, he lost his wife. So prayers to that family, to the Lions family. Uh, it, 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 is, it is, a lot of times, it is difficult to understand why and how things happen in the way they happen. I'm not a superstitious person. I don't believe in that. I know people saying, well, you know, they say stuff happened in threes and all that. I've never really bought into that I, I, because we've seen stuff happen. You know, you can say stuff happened in threes, and then you turn the news on and, 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 and you know, 20 people get shot somewhere. Um, but this is, it's difficult. It is difficult dealing with it when it's people that you know uh, and all in the same congregation. So having to, you know, I, I thought about this. It is, life is so short, and we spend so much, so many times, and it's unfortunate that it takes um, and I don't want to call it a tragedy when a person has lived a good life, right? When a person lives a good life, it's tragic when they die suddenly. It's tragic when, um, you know, when their life is taken from them. Um, but it, it's different, you know, in the case of Pastor Miller, when it's not, when, you know, a person has lived their life, he's going to be 90. We were just talking, I was just talking about this with his, with his son last night, Ivan. He was going to be 90 years old in July. He would have made it to 90. But he was 89 years old, <clears throat> and he lived a good life. He lived a good life, man. And um, but when you when you lose people suddenly, when you've just had a conversation with somebody, and then you find out a few days later, less than a week later, that a person has passed away, that's when you feel uh, tragedy, and and you it, it feels tragic. It feels like there's something missing. And uh, so I am I am I am grateful to God. We have to be grateful for the people that God has surrounded you with and grateful for the people that God has in your life uh, because, you know, they, they, we always talk about life being fleeting, fleeting moments. And so it, 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 it keeps things in perspective. Normally on a Monday at school, my kids would have worked my nerves. Uh, but today, even though they, they, they did everything that they normally would do, that would work my nerves. But because I, was, I had this news, I had this news. It kind of put me in a space that I, I, I that what they was trying to do and, and and the foolishness that was going on there did not affect me at all. And then it just put me in a different air and a different space uh, because I recognized that the things that I'm fussing about them fussing at them about are not as uh, they are not as important 
as I, they are not as important as I think they are. When you lose people around you uh, who had major effects on you, then those things, you start to put life in perspective. You start to put the things that you challenge into perspective. You start to look at things differently. Uh, you got things, things all of a sudden become, um, you start to look at them differently. You, you, you're no longer like getting caught up. Uh, you no longer get caught up in the, in the times. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Pastor Clemens just sent me the information for uh, John Meredith's funeral. So I do want to pass this on just in case anybody's listening. Uh, Deacon John Meredith Jr. Uh, his services will be visitation is this Thursday, June 16th uh, from 5 to 8 p.m. at Unique Funeral Home. I don't know if I've ever heard of that one. Unique Funeral Home, 1511 Pulaski Road. 1511 Pulaski Road. Maybe they got more than one location. But his service, his visitation is from 5 to 8 uh, this Thursday. And then Celebration of Life will be this, excuse me, this Friday from 1 p.m. Uh, to 2. And then from 2 p.m. until, and that's going to be, right now it is scheduled to be at Kingdom Baptist Church uh, over at 301 North Central, Pastor Marcus Clemens. Uh, Marcus Clemens is the senior pastor over there again at my home church. So that's one funeral. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, you know, that's just, that's just, um, you know, the situation. Uh, so yeah, we want to keep the, keep that, keep that family, uh, the Meredith family in prayer. We want to keep Pastor Miller's family in prayer. We want to keep the Lions family in prayer and just the Kingdom Baptist Church family in prayer. Um, and that's, that's, that's it you all. So we want to, we definitely want to do that. Uh, also, also, I saw today, and it, it, it caught me off guard. It really did. Uh, and I know we're still going through a, a, the weather situation. Is still uh, There's still a tornado warning effective for the next 10 minutes in this area, the Cook County area. Now, now the red spot's over Cal, Cal City and Gary and some other places. So if you're in those areas, if you're in, in the sound of my voice, East Chicago, Burnside, I can't see the other one up there, uh, those areas, Whiting, Illinois, and some other places. Uh, please be safe. Please be safe wherever you are. I saw earlier today there was another attempted school shooting today, and it was at a daycare center. Uh, it was some kind of app. I'm trying to see if I can find it. I saw it on the news right before we got ready to come here, and I was too busy looking at something else, and there was an attempted another attempted school shooting today. And I think it was at, a, I believe, I want to say it was at a daycare center. I'm not sure, but the police showed up. Uh, the people at the facility followed all of the, here it is right here. It was at a daycare. Okay. Watch this. This is, this is the foolishness y'all. Uh, it says police shoot and kill an armed person at a youth day camp holding about 150 children near Dallas, Texas, uh, Duncanville, Texas police shot and killed a person who had a gun Monday morning at a sport and fitness venue near Dallas, where about 150 people were attending a day camp. No children were hurt in the shooting at the Duncan Field House, about 10 miles southwest of Dallas, Texas. Duncanville police spokeswoman Michelle Arias said several people called to report a person with a gun at the field house shortly after 8.40 a.m. Responding officers encountered the person opened fire. The person was pronounced dead at a hospital later Monday morning. Authorities hadn't identified the person at the time of this, uh, at the time of the shooting. 
but he tried to get in to a room. The kids locked themselves down. He tried to get into the room. He couldn't get in. He shot through the door. Nobody was shot. The kids were where they were supposed to be. The police showed up and handled their business. They didn't hesitate. They went right in and got him. I'm like, what is, what is going on? What is going on? And again, Texas, open carry state. I mean, I'm just telling you what it is. Texas, open carry state. This is what just happened this morning in Texas. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that somebody made another attempt uh, to do this. <clears throat> and I, I'm, I'm, I saw this, and I'm like, not again. And luckily, thank God, uh, that no one was, was injured in this, in this another attempt by some idiot uh, to, to, to kill some children. You show up at a camp with 150 kids, that means you came with the intent to kill some children. That, 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 that was your intent, not, not teachers, not adults. You came with the intent to kill children. I, I, I am, I am, we can, we can, and I know y'all going to say, well, we know we need to pray. Yeah, I get all that. And I'm always pray. But what is going on with people? And, and please don't tell me demonic. I know, I know that's what some of my holier than thou people are going to say. Please don't tell me demonic. Please, please don't, don't, don't tell me demonic. Uh, I am, I don't want to hear about demonic. Why are why are children being targeted by people with guns? Children are already targeted by molesters and, and, and pedophiles and all of that stuff. But now we're just actively out here looking for places where children are to do them harm. Can anybody help me with that? We're actively at places looking to do babies harm. Babies who've done nothing to no nothing who's who've done nothing to no one. Who've done nothing to anyone. And and I'm looking to see <clears throat> if they have this person's name yet, but they don't. Uh but it says the camp counselors followed their training. They moved the children to safe areas and began locking doors. The suspect fired one shot from outside a, a locked classroom where children were present but not injured. The suspect then went to the gymnasium but didn't fire any shots there until officers arrived. Children were removed from the area before officers confronted the suspect in the gym and exchanged gunfire with him, killing him, according to the police. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And this is the time that we're living in. This is the time that we're living in. Don't tell me we need more guns. Don't tell me we need more guns on the street. Don't tell me that. Right? I applaud those officers in Texas who did not hesitate, who went straight in and did their job. I applaud those counselors who were there working, who put those children in the best possible position to save their lives. Applause to them. Uh, Just insane, the things that are going on right now. Absolutely insane. Felicia, you just gave me Matthew 24 and 12. Don't you just gave me? Let me let me let me peek and see what that is. Matthew, where's my computer? Matthew, where's my chat box? Oh, it's way over here. Matthew twenty four and twelve. 
Matthew 24 and 12 says, oh, yes, he says, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Wow. Let me give you the message, Bob. I know that. I know that one. Thank you so much for that. He's just right on time. Uh, it says, in the confusion, lying preachers will come forward and deceive a lot of people. For many others, the overwhelming spread of evil will do them in. Nothing left of their love but a mound of ashes. Wow. Nothing left of their love but a mound of ashes. That's um, that's factual, though. That's factual. But you know what I like about it? Uh, I believe, I believe, y'all help me out. <clears throat> I like that scripture because it, it put it right on point. Uh, but I believe it's in, somebody help me out, I believe it's in Isaiah. Uh, I believe it's in Isaiah, somewhere around the 61st or 2nd chapter, somewhere around the 61st or 62nd chapter in the book of Isaiah. Because I, 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 I'm so glad you, you, you sent me that. Uh, in the book of Isaiah, I believe it says, I believe it says, uh, 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 the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is is upon me, because he had uh, the Lord had anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening of the prisons that abound them. Uh, I, I like that simply because of the fact that there is. Uh, we always talk about when things uh, come the way they come, and. There's a there's a there's a, a freight there's a, where it says um, to all those who mourn. I think it's Isaiah 61 and three. If I would have kept reading, 61 and three, he says to appoint to them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes. To give them beauty for ashes. Yeah yeah yeah. The oil of joy in the morning. So yeah, we might be going through some stuff. Uh, but there is, there is, and that, and that, that literally just goes into our article. But I want to do the church check-in, and then after that, I want to jump right into our article. Uh, but the church check-in, y'all, where, where did you, where did you go to church yesterday? Who preached the sermon? What was the scripture, and what was the sermon title? Uh, where did you go to church? Who preached? What was the scripture, and what was the sermon title? Thank you all for those condolences. Uh, uh, thank you so much uh, for that, and we're going to make sure we pray for those families. Uh, and for Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church before we get off the air tonight. Uh, we want to make sure we do that. Uh, we don't have to make sure we do that uh, for them. And um, because it's, it's, it's always it's always good to pray. You have something? Um, I have to say, we're, are we done? <laughs> I was just, Go ahead. You know, just to get back on the lighter note. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about your church's uh, oh yeah anniversary. Okay, thank you. I just want to I just want to flip it, pivot. <laughs> you want to try to pivot? I'm, I'm a pivot. Thank you, thank All you, right. thank you. Uh, yeah, so we did celebrate. I do want to say that. I do want to say that we were able to celebrate Ebenezer Mission Baptist Church. We celebrated our 120th year anniversary yesterday, right? <clears throat> Right, uh, 120 year uh, anniversary yesterday, man. We had a great time. 
uh, our 11 o'clock service. We had a guest preacher, Dr. Oh, God, I missed the man's name up. Thompson, Thomas. Dr. Thomas uh, was our guest preacher yesterday. I can't remember his first name, but he was, he was good. He was good. I, 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 I liked his style of preaching. Uh, he was good. He was a good teacher. Uh, he, 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 it was a very, it was a good teaching, uh, a good teaching moment yesterday. Go ahead. Dr. Frank Anthony Thomas. Dr. Frank Anthony Thomas uh, preached an amazing sermon yesterday. Uh, great time here yesterday. We had a great service uh, yesterday morning, and then we came back uh, with a uh, celebration concert uh, celebrating the Ebenezer Church history. Uh, so they did. If you if you are a fan of anthems and spirituals, uh, you got your full on yesterday. Uh, if you were if you were a fan of uh, anthems and and spirituals, you definitely got your full on yesterday. It was a great time. Thank you to Doctor Arthur Griffin or Maestro Arthur Griffin, uh, who came over and blessed us with his amazing gifts. Uh, it was it was it was a great time yesterday it really was it was good to do it was good to do uh yesterday thank y'all for, for everybody who came out everybody who played a part i know pastor person did that yesterday but yeah thank y'all to all of that it was good 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 hey what's going on sylvia god bless you she said uh congratulations on 120 year anniversary uh oh pat put the name up thank you for that uh yvonne renee fowler let's see oh okay she gets she's doing the church check-in pastor tommy leonard the third the subject was Empower Grace, 1 Timothy 2, 1, uh, at New Seasons, Alaska. Wow. Uh, in Anchorage, Alaska. You in Alaska? Good Lord. My God today. What's the weather in Alaska right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, what's the weather in Alaska? My God. Jesus. You said Alaska, I almost got a little shiver. Uh, <laughs> almost got a little shiver. But let me check out. Let me let me let me let me check out your the scripture here. First Timothy two and one. The subject was empowered grace. Empowered grace. First Timothy two and one. First Timothy two and one. Let's look that up real quick. First Timothy two and one says, "I exhort thee." I I'm sorry. I exhort therefore. That first of all, supplications, prayers, and intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all for those that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Oh, that's good. Let me get the Message Bible. Let me get the Message Bible. Let me get the Message Bible. Message Bible says, the first thing I want you to do is pray. Pray every way you know how. For everyone you know, pray especially for rulers and their governments to rule well so, so we can be quietly about our business of living simply in humble contemplation. This is the way God wants us to live. Empower grace. I like that. I got it now. Empower grace. I had to read that. I'm glad I read the message Bible. I got it now. Empower grace. Pray for everybody you know. Pray every way you know how. That's good. That's good. Thank you for that one. Come on, y'all. Continue with the church check-in. Uh, but yeah, we did have a, we did have a great time yesterday uh, here uh, at Ebenezer. Looking forward to it. I want to go on record now, Tanya. It's the Lord willing. Watch this. It's gonna put us on the spot. You ready? You rolling with me? 
Gotta see what you say. You gonna roll? No, you gonna, you gonna roll with it? Okay, kid and play. Rolling, rolling, roll. Okay, yeah. ready. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go on record now that me and you, and then we'll put a team together. What me and you gonna do? The hundred and twenty fifth <laughs> anniversary. Oh, I'm down. You down? I'm down. They give a time. It's already. They give a time to back out. It's already finished. It's back out. You know? just, <laughs> Wait a minute, what, what we gonna do? <laughs> but we gonna do the hundred and twenty fifth year anniversary. You down? Pat, just put it on the calendar five years from now. Right, right. Pat, the person, if you're listening, you can put us down that meet my my, my group. <laughs> we going to do. It just ain't insane. <laughs> we, we recruit people in, though. We do. We do. She works well with others sometimes. This, this, this. These are facts. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what the birds for? What the birds being? Ain't nobody said. You do what? What'd you do? She works well with others. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> unsatisfactory. What's two? Because one is unsatisfactory. What's the two? You know what? Two is two is two is uh uh uh. I can't give you a three. I can't give you meets expectation. Because that's a three. Two. You know it's about a two. Am I wrong? But no, no. But we gonna do. We gonna do. Who said confirmed? She said okay. It's on the record. Somebody says on the record. Somebody said confirmed. I'm guessing. Pat, I'm Pat, a, Pat said it's okay. It's on the. Record. I'm gonna assume that's past the person under the Ebenezer. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't see that confirmed one. There's one that says confirmed. Okay. On, on the thing. Oh, that says confirmed. Okay. Put us down for the hundred and twenty fifth. <laughs> one two five. One two five. One two five. One two five. Cause you celebrate all of them, but you have to do the milestone one. Right? Like, so 121 is going to be, you know, and then 122, 123, 124. 125 is going to be a to-do. We're going to start playing at 125 when we get to 123. Because <laughs> it's going to take that long to get it together. Right. All right, Pat, you're going to be in on it. <laughs> right, right. Pat, Pat, you on the team. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only one other person I can work with. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You one. Hey, you can work with more people than that. One. He's the lonely. Okay, well then I'm out. <laughs> no, you, you can work with other people. I'm out. How you gonna leave me hanging? Okay then. When I move, I you move. I told you. When I move, I already did my recruiting. <laughs> Henceforth, Pat. You, you, I'm sure some other people you can work with. I'm sure that is. You got because you gotta have a you gotta have a team of people. You got stuff you don't need to say. Who moving stuff? Who put Jaylen stuff? is on my other side. <laughs> I go and recruit Jalen. Jalen is already a part of the summer sizzle. Who moved? Well, of course. He, <laughs> but you need you need stuff moved. You Pat. Need, you need Jaylen. furniture moved. Jalen. You need stuff cleaned up. Pat. Pat ain't cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so watch this. So you recruit people. What happened when they, they, that means they can recruit people. If they know what's best for them, they won't do it. <laughs> you so horrible. Why would you stop? Just stop. Stop okay. yourself. Stop. All right. Let me cut your mic off. Stop oh, okay. <laughs> you really? Right. No, we 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 go we gonna make it work out. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Right, Regina says, really? I know, right? <laughs> I don't know what she's saying really about. About you not want to work with nobody. I, mean, I need to. I didn't say. I didn't say I didn't want to work with nobody. I said. Pat. I, I said Pat. <laughs> you cut and you cut it off right there. 
And I said, Jalen. <laughs> it takes a lot of people. You know, it takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of people. Because you got, you got to have people in space in, in different places. Because when it's just enough, when you only a handful of people, stuff, tends, stuff will fall between the cracks. But that's for 125th. We can argue about it when we get to 123. That is, <laughs> we, we, can, we can revisit this. We get because by then you might have maybe maybe you add one more person, <laughs> maybe one a year. You so by the time we get to one twenty three, you'll be then added three more people. <laughs> if y'all can see her face right now, <laughs> what I did see you sweeping yesterday. I did see you sweep yesterday, Pat. I saw you sweeping. Yes, I did. Yeah, I told you that. I, 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 I got all the fundamentals. <laughs> it takes teamwork to make the dream work. Please, you gonna come over here and help. Felicia gonna come help you. Felicia can come. See, there you go. See, there you go. Put your team together. They ain't got to be internal. You can put a, just put a team together to get it done. Jalen. Jalen might as well be internal. No, ja- no. <laughs> Jalen. Jalen count inside. He in house. Jalen knows how my mind. Well, Jalen is me. He's just a boy version. I know. I know. Every time. And I it's look, really, yeah, really. It is. It's yeah. so great. He's all you. <laughs> you so you had him by yourself. <laughs> Just call me blue. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <clears throat> that was a Jurassic Park reference for those of you who didn't do it. Uh she gonna say I said team, not me. <laughs> she ain't trying to come help. Man, you know you got a little catering thing going on. We probably gonna like get that, through sister. here. Hey. <laughs> we we, we wanna ask you to come sing a song or nothing, you know. We ain't asked you to come preach, really. Anyway, uh, but it was a good time. It was a good time this day. I'm, ex- I was, I'm, I'm excited about it. So, uh, yeah, Father's Day is coming up, too. Father's Day is coming up. Uh, my buddy Brian Gray put a post up. He said, I know it's Juneteenth and all on Sunday, but did we, we just going to skip Father's Day? We just, gonna, we just can't have a day. It's going to always be something else on Father's Day. So, yeah, it's Father's Day Sunday. Though. Look how you looking. What? What you finna say? <laughs> you look like you finna say something. You look like you're gonna say something. <laughs> you look like you're gonna say something. You look like she say what you need. Oh, okay, well y'all worked it out, Felicia. She'll 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 tag you in. She'll tag you in. She says all the restaurants are going to be open, and I'm booked on that. She said all the restaurants is open, and I'm booked on that day. She said she already booked five years from now. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> she didn't even know what I what, what we wanted her to do. <laughs> she got an excuse for everything. I'm be like, Felicia, I need you to do this. Girl, I'm say so y'all can have y'all day. <laughs> I see you don't make nobody want to work with us. You don't uh-huh. you don't nobody want to work with us. Look at you. <laughs> don't say nothing. Uh uh-uh, uh, because you're gonna say <laughs> anyway. I wasn't gonna say anything. Uh huh. You looking like a real, you looking like a Pilar's kid right now. <laughs> I'm looking like Desire. Really? Like you want to say something, right? <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. She talk, I'm talking about, oh, she said I'm talking about Father's Day. She booked. Oh, okay. Oh, not Tanya Day. Father's Day. Thank, you. Ab- ab- thank you. It's church anniversary day. It ain't Tanya Day. What the hell? <laughs> By the time we turn it out. <laughs> really? Okay. It's, it's still the church anniversary. Yeah, it's the Ebenezer's. Okay. I'm yeah. going to make I'm, I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, 
Yes, I knew she was crazy before I said, said I didn't. That? I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just, I'm just put it out there before somebody asked. Oh. <laughs> I knew all about it. I knew all about it. Been knowing about it for years. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, it's Father's Day. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, y'all just say I'm talking about Father's Day as well. Oh, okay. So they both are talking about Father's Day. Everybody, y'all can have y'all day. Really? Really? The restaurant's going to be open. <laughs> right. It ain't like you're going to be able to get booked nowhere. I can go out to eat. I can probably get into, what's that restaurant over there that can't nobody get into where, they, where Polaris had a, uh, uh, this underneath where Polaris had a banquet at. Oh, I know. Oh, that, I that, you can't that. never get a reservation up there. They like you, booked you forever. Tried it? No, but they just that's been the thing. They supposedly booked forever. Oh, I think I the first time I did the first time I did the music over there, I we looked it up or something. And we was like that's how we found out. Yeah. I didn't know they were booked forever. Well that's they they like booked they always like six months I out. I mean, they like they not like the aviary. They they are right. I mean <laughs> you know Avery had to like put $150 down. We working on a marriage proud event for next year. Marriage proud. Okay. Ooh, okay. that sounds nice. Let me let me run something by y'all. I probably should. How you running? Let me run something by y'all. So y'all know what month they call it is, right? I'm just gonna call it June. But you know it's Pride Month. Uh-huh. Right? That's what it's being that's the that's the, the label that's being used right now. So let me let me run a scenario by you. Because you know there's this term that they use with adult males who have relationships with young girls and or boys, and they say they call it grooming. So when the person or child becomes of age, and then if something occurs, ain't nothing illegal happening, right? Okay, stay with me. So I don't believe and I know I'm probably going to get some argument and some pushback from some people. I don't believe that, uh, you know, y'all, we've had conversations about, uh, she said, the pastor person say, put the disclaimer up. <laughs> Let me say this. I don't believe that a, a child is made up their mind about who they are and all that stuff. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just go there. So there is, uh, uh, a young lady who is uh, in my in in one of my in one of my classes, right? A fifth grader, one of my classes, and she is she had a she first she she liked this little boy across the hall who was a one grade up, right? And whatever. Now all of a sudden she don't like the little boy no more. Now she claiming she likes girls. Okay. Now that this thought has been, the word has gotten out that this is what she has said, because we are celebrating this thing at the school, today when I got to the classroom, I saw this little coin on her desk. And on one side of the coin, it was in a little plastic thing, one side of the coin was saying, yes, you are human. And on the other side, it's okay to use your pronouns or whatever. And so I'm like, oh, you know, maybe it was hers. So I said, hey, did you find someone? She came in. I said, did you, was that, did you find a coin? what coin? I said, it was a coin on your desk. She said, oh, that wasn't mine, but somebody must have left it for me. And so I'm like, okay. So then she told me who, where it came from. And so then it's like, my question is, my, my problem is pushing an agenda. 
Like, let people find out who they are. You don't need to encourage. You don't have to push. <clears throat> because to me, it feels like there was something being pushed. It feels like there was something being forced. Because if this child, if she was just liking a boy a month ago, and now this week, two weeks later, now she talking about she liking a girl, whatever it might be, let's not push. Because where, where was that same effort a month ago? Stop. That, 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 that bothers me. I feel some kind of way about that. And I know people are going to say, let them explore and be who they're going to be. Yeah, but, that's, but adults need to, if that's the case, let her parents deal with that. And I also think you need to have permission from a parent before you start pushing <clears throat> some agenda on a child as on an individual basis. If your school wants to celebrate it, so be it. But if you're taking a teacher, then comes and grabs said child out the classroom. Let me, let, let, let me grab her so I can go talk. And you know said teacher is of that persuasion. That bothers me. So it kind of threw me for a loop because I didn't really know what, and I was tempted, and I might still do that. I'm tempted to send a message to the parent to say, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but your child has expressed these concerns. And just in case, I <laughs> shaking her head like, no, don't, don't do it, don't do it. Because, uh, I have because a story. it's in my classroom. Because I have a story. I know you do. Come on with your story because you got some firsthand experience. Yeah, because um, before it took off the way this, um, you know, the, you know, Pride Month has taken off and everything. Um, you think Batman would give me some water if I ask him to? He probably won't, will he? No, Batman move at, <laughs> at, at, at any point, if any of these figures happens to move to give you anything, uh-huh. I'm out of here. Okay. I, so I you, and, you and your Chucky doll can have it. <laughs> Go get my own water. With the <laughs> right. <laughs> I know you're not gonna leave right you can, now. Uh, put something on the thing. I'm listening. Ain't this something? I'm thirsty and I'm over here. <clears throat> I'm slimming up. <laughs> Talk. Put the camera on you. Nope. How about that? I, I mean, I would do it if you're still sitting here. But anywho, go ahead. I was saying yes. Uh, when Jalen was there. Okay. And I remember uh, a child expressed she had two moms. The child expressed that she liked girls, and yes. I went to the social worker, and I was like, um, I don't know if, you know, mm-hmm. if this child knows what she's talking about and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was told to mind my business. Not in that way, but pretty much the whole statement was, like, you know, did nobody come and celebrate it? That, look, mm-hmm. now we're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Did, did nobody come and celebrate what she was saying mm-hmm. or anything? But mm-hmm. I was told to keep, you know, you know, to keep off of it and everything. So it's like my have, thi- have things have changed mm-hmm. and everything else mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And this energy that they're putting into it, I don't have anything against it and everything. But it don't be, it's not the same energy when that school is 94%. African American, African American, and yo, and everything, and, and only recently, <laughs> and, and, and there ain't no coloring going on for African American, ain't no, and do, do y'all get the day off for Juneteenth? Did I, they put did they put that on the calendar? No. Okay. No. Just like Martin told old boy who was going to Arizona, Martin Luther King is a holiday. You take the day off. Take the day off, children. Take the day off. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! 
Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel some kind of way about that. I do. It, it really bothered me. That just, just, I, I just watched it. I'm sitting in the classroom, and we were in between homerooms, so they, you know, the kids are just on their computers. And, you know, this person comes in and grabs said kid and takes said kid out the classroom. That just bothered me because I'm like, this, is just don't, this just don't look right. And I know if, you know, and me as a parent, I would feel some kind of way, especially if I did not know what my child was going through, if I did not know. And I get it because, it's, you know, people don't want to tell their parents stuff. I get that. But I guess my question is, is the social worker or whomever obligated to tell the parent? What's, what's the rule? Somebody help me out. What's the rules for that if the, social, if, the, if the child goes to the social worker and expresses whatever, whatever to the parent? Is the social worker or whomever obligated to tell the parent about said discussion? Actually, I don't know who's in charge. I'm, I'm just really being... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about who's in charge. I'm saying is, is there a legal obligation? Oh. Because they're not violating... Because is, is they're violating... There's no patient confidentiality with a minor, is there? Somebody help me out. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything for you. I'm 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 curious. I'm curious. You know, because I can't I can't I don't I don't I don't you know everybody knows who I am at that school and they they recognize that and they and they, and they they know how to move around me <laughs> when it comes to certain stuff. They just we gonna move around him. We just gonna go this way. They know not to ask me to be on no committee. Don't, right. you know, don't, don't, don't. And I, I found out the reason one person is on said committee is because their five-year-old is supposedly um, now trans, five-year-old. And that's, I mean, you know, I don't know if you've seen the news article. I can't even understand that. But the five, um, how? How? There, there was a article where the girl is talking about, like, you know, she, she had transitioned. And now she has the regret and everything, and it it was like physically. Yes, she oh, had she had surgery. Yeah, she oh, had transition mm. and everything, and now she has that regret. So now I'm like, you know, I don't know, ten, fifteen, twenty years from now, it's gonna be it's gonna be a couple of kids who who change their gender and 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 they're gonna tell us they didn't want to, and they're gonna be looking at us like, you know, why y'all didn't fight? Not when you fought so hard to you know to you know to change who you are see and again because i don't agree with you does not mean i hate you and that's where the doubt that's where the disconnect happens i i i don't have to agree with you don't don't label me as as something that i'm not because i choose not to believe in what you believe it's no different than i i'm not i'm not walking around telling people you're going to hell Cause you don't believe in Jesus. I don't tell people that. Now that that, that now now my Bible gonna tell you that. What? The Bible. What you say? What you? <laughs> you know my, my 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 Bible. The Bible that I read and believe word for word from beginning to end says that. But I'm not gonna throw that in your face. The opposite of it is is I'm gonna love you regardless. The Bible says I have to love you, not what you do. Right? The Bible says I have to love you, not your acts. I love you regardless. So all we can do is continue to do that in that manner. Uh, Shanti asked me a question. She said, so what does the spirit advise you to do? I, I, am, I am torn because I know, I, know, I know the political climate that I work in. Uh, I know the, 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 
the uh, uh, I know the political climate I work in. I know the 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 air and the space. Uh, I know that there are more. This ain't like you know, Tanya, like you said, like three or four years ago when there was just you know one or two people. We have you know a, a, a few teachers and uh, uh, education assistants and learning specialists now that are LGBTQ plus. Okay. I'll never get that part right. But yeah. So I know that that's why it's being celebrated in that way. Uh, yes, there's a Juneteenth committee. Uh, there is a Juneteenth committee. Oh, they, when they, when they, they made sure they announced it at the same time they were announcing this. I don't know what they're doing because I'm not, I wasn't, and I'm, and I'm okay with not being on that. I was on the Black History Month committee. I was on that. I was asked to be on that. And, and because I put up the biggest thing about not having one, I had no choice but to be on it. So, uh, but I was on that committee. But I don't know what's, what's happening for, uh, Brother Tory says you called the grooming. That, that's just how it feels to me, man. Because if it was a guy, watch this. If it was a guy coming to take a little boy out of a classroom and just walk him out. I don't know where you went. You don't tell the teacher where you're taking the person. And in my book, you're you under my responsibility when you're in my classroom. I don't know. Little suspect. Little suspect. But anyway. I'm just going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna leave that there. Look y'all, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Giante, I saw your comment too. She said I'm dealing with this now same issues uh, with my bonus daughter. Wait a minute. She says they serving collard greens and chicken in the lunchroom for children. <laughs> I wish God. What did they say in issues? If if Gourmet Gorilla got some collard greens and stuff, I don't even want to see what it's going to look like because it's, it's going to be kale. <laughs> well, you I remember they had oxtails at St. Ignatius for Taylor School. How much is the tuition at St. Ignatius time? How much was it? 17 what? Or 15 G's, Chief? 20 G's, Chief. Oh, I'm sorry. 20 G's, Chief. Yeah. It went up. It was 20. Oh, 20 G's, Chief. They better serve oxtails. <laughs> I should have went. You told me after the fact. They should have invited the parents. <laughs> <laughs> they should have invited because Taylor don't eat them. I should have been able to get her portion. <laughs> Who can I call right now at the school? The school's still open. Call somebody and say, you know what? We, we've All our tuition stuff is paid. We should have been invited to get our portion of the ox. I'm just saying. Uh, where is that? Uh, baby, oxtails cost more than steak. She's talking about they better be serving steak. You see how much oxtails is a pound? I can get a tomahawk for how much oxtails cost. Uh, uh, what's this? Regina says, my daughter brought a lollipop home, said her teacher gave it to her. I took it back to him and explained that he's never to give her anything unless he's sharing lollipops with the entire class. I know that's right. I see what I'm saying. See? See? You got to be careful. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. The whole classroom, everybody better go. Everybody better leave out there with a lollipop. Everybody, everybody. As a matter of fact, don't get mine no candy because if you ain't got no dental insurance, don't give them no candy. 
They get skipped on Candy Day. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna take a quick we're gonna take a quick break when we come back. We're gonna jump into our conversation. It is going to be good, y'all. It's a good one. It's a good one. I think I, I talked enough. I gave Tanya enough time. Uh, but she's gonna be like, no, you didn't. Uh, but I gave Tanya enough time. Oh, good to go. Because I would have told him he could place the lollipop and helped him. For... You know what, Felicia? I don't even know. I should have read your comment to myself. <laughs> I should have read your comment to myself before I read it out loud. Oh, Lord, help us today. Help us today. Help us today. Um, yeah, okay. The storm is, look, I was going to stop singing the song. The storm is passing over. <laughs> you don't know that one? What do you Kirk Franklin? What's Kirk Franklin's song? Which one? Come on, help me out. Come on. The one where he be like, the storm is over. Why you didn't sing that part? I don't know that part. I don't know that song. Oh, my. What song did you talk about, Tanya? Oh, I'm out. <laughs> Wait a minute. What, you, what song is you talking about? <laughs> oh, that, uh, oh, I could have said, I told the storm to pass. I told the storm. You do know that song? I know that one. Okay, but you don't know the storm is passing over? That's old school. Watch this. All right, Sean, I tell you know that one. The, the right. The storm is passing. The storm is over. Kirk Franklin, why do you act like you don't know that one? Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's like that's like every youth choir. That's every youth choir saying the storm is passing over. Uh, yeah, it's going to rain. Kirk Franklin. Okay. The storm is over now. Oh! Okay, thank you. I didn't know what song you were talking about. It took me a minute. The storm is over now. That's a good one. Okay, you ain't got to give me no dirty looks. You know, you ain't on, you like, you dirty looks. Anyway, we're going to be right back, y'all, uh, in, 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 about, in about a minute. Give me a minute to enjoy some of this, uh, some of this, these, this, uh, fight, this water that God cried and made himself right here. I'm going to uh, enjoy some of this. We'll be right back, y'all, in about a minute. So don't go nowhere. Go get y'all something to drink, too. And if y'all got a snack, Grab it, cause I'm gonna probably do the same thing over here. Two T's, one L, one O T T L O Radio. Be right back, y'all. The possibility it's of some high winds still exists with that part of the storm. It's easy to look safe to say that you're Christian, but when we come down.
Gospel Choir featuring Tia, Tia Skipper, featuring Tia Skipper in his presence, Gospel Choir. Love that song, man. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So that's, 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 that's a good, um, that's a good, uh, what we call diverse worship. Good diverse worship uh, song. I like that. I like that. Because you can take that same song and do something different with it. But I like that song. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Felice, for that recommendation a while back. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, let's let's jump into. Do I have a? Uh, I do have a tablet right in front of me. Uh, let's jump into our conversation. I needed me a snack, y'all. My uh, my sugar was low. I, just, I ain't got sugar, but I'm just you know. <laughs> I feel like I need ease um. See, normally on Mondays we have some leftovers, but you know because we ate you know some 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 ribs yesterday because sandwich wasn't gonna do nothing for me because we ate some ribs yesterday. I had uh, we had no leftovers today, so your boy was struggling in here for real. The struggle was real around these parts. So, uh, but look, we got a great conversation for you today. Seven ways to hold on to hope. Seven ways to hold on to hope. That's our topic of conversation for today. Seven ways to hold on to hope. Hope, hope, hope. Uh, hope, hope, hope. Go Boston. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, um, uh, Felicia. I'm with you on that. I can't root for gold or nothing. And I really should be rooting for Boston, but I feel like I won't. I need to. As a Laker fan, it's hard to root for Boston. But I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, but seven ways, seven ways to hold on to hope, seven ways to hold on to hope. This article uh, was written by Ben Reed. Ben Reed uh, is a small groups pastor at Long Hollow, uh, a multi-site church in Nashville, Tennessee. 
He holds a Master of Divinity uh, from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's also a, a coffee drinker and a crossfitter, but not at the same time. But you can catch up with Ben at benreed.net. His book, Starting Small, The Ultimate Small Group Blueprint. How do I know about the book? I have the book. Uh, <laughs> uh, he helped readers lead through the process of putting a small group ministry together and creating a place where people belong so they can become. Say that again, creating a, small, a place and a space where people can belong so they can become. So, yeah, check it out. Check it out. This is good. This is good. So let's jump into the conversation, shall we? Uh, The writer says, seven ways to hold on to hope. He says, some of you are in a difficult season right now. Maybe it is your finances, maybe your marriage, maybe your health, or maybe your job. All of us, uh, everyone, need to know how to hold on to hope. Uh, the writer says, I've heard it said that you're every person on the planet. Uh, I've heard it said that you're uh, every person on the planet is in one of three places, in the middle of a difficult season, coming out of a difficult season, or getting ready to enter a difficult season. Hopefully you haven't yet taken your shoes off. Mm. The writer says, what you need right now isn't an immediate change. That may be what you want but it's not what's going to happen. You know that. God doesn't just remove all things difficult when we ask him to. Uh, I don't always do that for my kids. He says, Dad, I'm tired of cleaning my room. Doesn't find me giving my kids a request to stop cleaning their rooms. It's good to push through when you feel like you've had enough. It's good to push through when you think you're at your capacity. It builds character when frustration isn't immediately resolved. And we're required to dig deeper, hang on longer, and trust with more certainty. Paul the Apostle said it like this in Romans 5, 4, and 6. He says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Suffering, endurance, character, hope. So let's jump into it. How to hold on to hope. This is good. This is good. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all with me? Y'all with me? How to hold on to hope. Let me check some stuff real quick. I see if mm-hmm, over there. Somebody's on Twitch. I don't know who it is, because I don't know who on Twitch. But somebody watching on Twitch. Hello to you on Twitch. Say something in the chat if it will let you. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, but say something in the chat. Let's go. How to hold on to hope. First thing it says is to go with friends. Go with friends. I like this. Reggie World preaches it a lot. He says, don't do life alone. The writer says this. Don't try to navigate on your own. There are no healthy followers of Jesus that are long rangers. Let me say that again. There are no healthy followers of Jesus that are long rangers. Going alone, you will be broken. Going with others, you can grow and prosper. The wisest man to ever live, Solomon said, and though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. That's Ecclesiastes 4 and 12. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. 
Hope is not found simply through relief. It's found when others walk through hopelessness with you. It's found in community. Paul urges us in Galatians 6 and 2 to bear one another's burdens. I have, I have learned this as a only child who enjoyed my alone time, that you cannot do life alone. And so many of us think that as long as we sit on our knees and we pray and we pay our tithes, that we can just get through any and everything. And that just ain't Bible. That ain't Bible. No, nowhere, nowhere. God said this in the, in the first book. That he met, that man was never meant to be alone. He said that in the first book of the Bible, the first book. He, he said that that, that we did, he did not want us to just spend our time alone. He said that. He said that. There's got to be there's got to be a a, a a a a time and a place where we learn how to uh, depend on each other and depend on one another. It's never healthy to spend that much time alone. Yeah, we all need our alone time. We all need our space. We all need our spaces and our places. But you got to be able to grab some people when you're going through. You don't need a whole lot of folk now. It don't take a whole lot of folks. But you do want some people around you when you're going through. David said it best. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Come on, somebody. That ought to be enough to tell you, you got to have some people around you. Come on, Felicia. She said, there is safety in wise counsel. Yes, absolutely. What's going on, Tiffany Watson? Long time. There is safety in numbers. There is, there is, you got to have some people around you that can pull you up or that when you get tired can push you or can hold you up. Felicia said it best. She said, the world teaches the opposite. iPhone, Instagram, all on the island by yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, again, I ain't got no, I ain't got no, 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 no problems or no, or no qualms with uh, Sister Vicky Winding. But that whole long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. That lets you know right there that that, that, that song ain't no Bible in that song. That's it. See right there. That's wrong. So that was the first one, y'all. That was the first one. Uh, go with friends. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number two. Number two. We're talking about seven ways to hold on to hope. Seven ways to hold on to hope. Number two says. Oh, let me let me fix that real quick. Number two says. Let's get a little extension. Can I get an extension on this payment? No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> number two. Says, <laughs> number two says this. Number two says. Actively trust in the Lord. Actively. That's a key word there, y'all. Actively trust in the Lord. Actively trust in the Lord. The writer says this. Actively trust in the Lord. He says, this means we don't simply wait lazily on our couches until God opens up the heavens. Uh Uh-oh. There's this concept in CrossFit, he says, that after we talk about called after we talk after we talk about called uh, talk about a subject called active recovery it means that you on your own on your off days that even on your off days you do something that's still active 
even on your off days, do something that's still active. Watch this. You don't get better by sitting on the couch. Actively trust in the Lord by doing and going, not just sitting and waiting. Be careful with your open door theology. Hope is an action verb. Can I say this right now? And we've said it. I know Pastor Person has preached it. I've taught it. He's taught it. You cannot go by. uh, You have to be active. You have to be intentional. There is no if you build it, they will come mentality. I can tell you right now, you can go and build a $3 million church and put it on a vacant lot somewhere. And yeah, people will come because you open Just build the church. Don't say nothing and don't do nothing. Do what you've been doing. <clears throat> Keep doing evangelism like you've been doing it. Keep running your ministry like you've been, you've been doing it. And go build a, three, a $25 million edifice. Doing everything you were doing with your old with your old space, and then open the doors. Put your little flyer out on Facebook. <laughs> open your doors and see who show up. Nobody, because you're not intentional about it. You got to be intentional. There has to be some kind. When you get up off your knees, you got to do something. I don't get no help right there. When you get up off your knees, when you get through talking to God, when you get through asking God to do something, watch this. Put yourself, instead of just going and sitting down, how about putting yourself in a position to be ready? The worst thing in the world is God is ready to give you something or God gives you something and you're not in a position to handle or receive it. We'll say that again. That is a sad day. When God shows up and you're not ready to receive it, trust me, he's going to give it to somebody else. Or you're going to get it and lose it. We have to maintain our, that's why my, my, my favorite athlete in the whole wide world, in all the sports, is Deion Sanders. You can feel how you want to feel about it. Don't check me, check the record. Don't come for me because of what I said. Check the record. Check the record. When you talk about athlete, that means in period, all-star baseball, all-star football, all-star track and field. Come on now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The reason why I liked him, because he, he said this stuff. They said, he said, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Come on now. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. We as Christians, as believers, as Bible-believing folk, folk who say we believe in Jesus, we should always be ready. Lisa says, or bury it, you can lose it. I know that's right. We should always be ready. I love that. I love that. Hope is an action word. You need to put that faith and hope into action. I can say all day long, God, I, I, ooh, God, I believe you can help me lose this weight, and then I'm going to go and eat this uh, double steak burrito and not go to nobody's gym, not go take a walk nowhere. Oh, God, I know God. God, I know you can do it. I know you can help me lose this weight. I know, I know you can do it. But I'm going to just lay here, though, while you do it, Lord. <laughs> do it, Lord. Lord, I know you help me pay these bills. I don't want to get them to go to work, though. So I'm going to just lay here because I know you can just do it. 
I saw in the word, you got to go out the fish mouth. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down to the lake <laughs> and see if I can find a fish with some gold in the mouth because <laughs> I don't feel like getting up going to work. Come on. Uh, Felicia said that famous quote by Miles Monroe gets me all the time about the potential in the graveyard. Yeah. There's a whole lot. Look here. It's a whole lot of potential in the graveyard. My, my, my. It's a whole lot of potential in the graveyard. It really is. It really is. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. That was number two. Number three says we're talking about seven ways to hold on to hope. Number three says be honest. Uh Uh-oh. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. The writer says this. He says you can't receive help if you're not honest. You can't be truly loved if you're not honest. When you hide behind your beautiful mask, you're not doing yourself any good. You can hold on to hope when you're honest with yourself and others. I've said this over and over and over again. It makes no sense to go to the doctor every year for a physical if you're not honest with the doctor about what's going on with you. It makes no sense to go to counseling if you're not going to be honest with the person sitting across the table from you. It makes no sense. How do you expect to be helped if people don't know the whole story? And a lot of times, I I get it. You don't want to tell the whole story because you feel some kind of way. You don't want to look, you don't want to, you're afraid that it's going to put you in some bad light. But I would rather be in bad light getting help than to be a good light suffering. I'll say that again. I'd rather be in bad light getting some help, getting repaired, getting fixed, than to be in some good light and in pain and in suffering. So I know a lot of times, you know, we, we're, we're told, and, 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 and Felicia said it earlier about, about the time, but that the world teaches, and the world teaches us to be, to be tough, and the world teaches us that we don't have to, you know, well, you, you can do this, man, just, 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 just fuck it up and do this and do that. No, I need some help. I can't do this on my own. I can't finish this on my own. I need some help, and, and it's okay, you, but, but you have to be honest with yourself. Be honest with your, look at this, be honest with your circle. I ain't say with all these other folks. Be honest with your circle. Come on now. Oh, Lord. That, you, 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 uh, uh, Felicia, you done preached the message now. They're going to hang up. I, I can get a benediction. She said it makes no sense to believe in the 10 if you don't take care of what you do with the 90. Come on now. Be honest about your money. That's real talk. I'm gonna, I, and I know, I know there's some pastors listening right now probably going to cringe when I say this. If you ain't being faithful with the with what's left, it don't make no sense to tithe. That's not good stewardship. If you given if you given the church ten percent of your income and all of your bills are late, all of your stuff is late, you might want to check some stuff out. You ain't being honest about some stuff. That, that's real talk. If you're giving the church 10% of your income and your kids eating rice every day because you can't afford an occasional pork chop, 
or a couple of chicken breasts because you're giving the church all your money. You, de- I'm gonna, I'm gonna come on now. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I know, I know it. Look, it's tight, but it's right. You can get mad all day long. Something ain't right. You ain't got gas to put in your car, but I paid my tithe. But you can't go to work. Come on. That's not good stewardship. That's not good stewardship. It's not. It's really not. It's really not. Be honest about it. Don't be one of the people bragging down the aisle. Talking about, you know, back in the day, they, they, they used to walk down the, uh, used to walk down the aisle, Tanya, at, at, uh, at Kingdom. And I, I think they told me they used to do it here, too. When it was time for the people to pay their tithe, they'd be flashing. They'd be, woo, waving their envelope. And, you know, they did that at New Life for a little while. It's get excited. They hold their envelope in their hand and, woo, get all excited. And you waving this money around because you done wrote a, a $500 check to the church. And, 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 and your light bill is five, and your light bill is four fifty, and you done, you done wrote the church a five hundred dollar check. You, you need to be honest. I can't afford to give you all this because my light is on the uh, the second arrangement, <laughs> the third arrangement. My gas is on the third arrangement. Lisa says, I was honest about my money. God was. I know that's right. He opens the windows and poured out a blessing, but I opened the side door and wasted it. <laughs> you know what? That was good. 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 Uh, let's keep <laughs> tithing in the dark. I know that's right. I know that's right. You know, I, I know them churches they want they always they want to check people's uh, churches want to check people's uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, let, let, let me see your let me see your 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 your, your check stub. Let me see your let me see your W two. Don't want to take W two. You can see the W two, and maybe they are making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, but but they could be in debt one hundred and eighty. Render under Caesar what belongs to Caesar. I know that's right. G- Jesus. Jesus said that. Oh, Felicia. <laughs> Felicia. She said, I know Jesus said. You ain't got to act like I ain't know. <laughs> Let's keep going about being honest. Let's go. Number four. Number four. Again, we're talking about seven ways to hold on to hope. Come on, come on. Hit me with your comments. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Number four says, Know it will get better. Relief is coming. Know it will get better. Relief is coming. Know it will get better. Relief is coming. The writer says this. The writer says this. Uh, it may not come when you want it to. It sure didn't for the Israelites. They had to wait 40 years at one point, then 70 years at another point. But relief is coming. Hold on to hope because God got a plan to pull you through. How do we know this? Come on, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God has a way. The song said, God has a way that you can't go under. You must Come in at the door. His, look here. Hope you know he gonna pull you through. 
but you have to hold on to it. You have to trust and believe that relief is coming. You have to believe, no, I'm not, I can't sit here, so I'm going to get up and move because I know it's coming. I'm going to put action behind my words and behind my faith because I know he's coming. So I want to go ahead and get a running start. I want to be moving when he comes because when God says let's move, I don't want to have to pack up and go. I want to already be packed. That'll help somebody right now. Some of y'all still waiting to pack. I might be preaching to myself. Some of y'all still waiting to pack. Maybe you all just pack up so when God says it's time, you can just, all you got to do is get the U-Haul. I'm going to help somebody in a minute. Maybe you ought to stay packed up because see, cause, cause see, a lot of times what happens is, oh, God, help somebody. A lot of times what happens is we unpack in places that we should not. Oh, Jesus, Holy Ghost, help me. A lot of times we will unpack in places that we should not. I wish I had a little help. A lot of times we will, we will show up and God says this was temporary. Ooh, some of y'all in some jobs right now. I wish I had some help. A lot of times you will show up at a place that God said this was a placeholder. This was not your permanent situation. And you will move in and unpack everything. God says you got three full bedroom house stuff and here you go trying to put everything in this one room studio. I wish I had a little help. I wish I had a little help. We had just a little bit of help. We, we, we cannot sit around waiting. If you, if you trust God, if you believe in God, and you know that he always comes through, why would you go somewhere and start unpacking in a place, come on, that God never intended for you to stay in? For Regina, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. You 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 you, you got to get there. You got to get there and be there in a place and space where 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 you can start moving and be and be ready when he shows up. Be ready when he shows up. What's the 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 the, the peril about the the, uh, uh, the 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 candles when he when he when he came back and 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 the candle wasn't lit and you got skipped and the and and, and the, the, I believe I believe it's in is it is it in Matthew or is it in Luke where 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 the uh, there was no oil the light wasn't lit because you 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 didn't you wasn't ready you wasn't prepared you have to stay ready again. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. I love it. No, it'll get better. Relief is coming. It'll get better. Relief is coming. And a lot of times, this is the, oh God, let me stay here for a minute. A lot of times, we will, look, look eat, watch this. Even some people are in your life, temporary. Thank you, the ten virgins. Come on, Yvonne. Thank you. Watch this. Some people in your life were stock gaps. They were never meant to be. Oh my God, help me right now. A lot of times we end up. This watch this. This how we end up in bad situations because that was supposed to be a stock gap. It was supposed to be a fill up station. It was looking. You go to the. Oh God, help me, help me, help me, help me. When you take a road trip, how y'all feel all right now? When you take a road trip, y'all help me with this thing. When you take a road trip. You have a destination in mind. Yeah, I feel it now. When you take a road trip, you have a destination in mind. Along the way, you stop. I'm not a big stopper, Tanya will tell you. But along the way, you stop for gas, 
bathroom breaks and some food if necessary. You stop if you now if you pack right, help me, Holy Ghost. I wish I had some help. If you pack right, 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 why is your friend calling me knowing I'm on the F? Number two. Uh if you if you if if you pack right, if you pack right, you ain't gotta know. You watch this. You know that you're stopping for gas. You're not staying. You don't get to the gas station and unload the whole car. Oh, I wish I had some help. You don't get to the gas station, take all of the stuff you packed, and lay it all out and say, oh, it's good for us to be here. That is not what you do. You go there as a stopgap. I need to stop here so I can get what I need to get me to my next place. I never intended to stop here to stay here. Come on. Help me, help me with this, y'all. Help me with this. I wish I wish y'all would help me. I wish y'all would help me with this. It, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing how we end up putting roots in play. Oh, God, help me. We end up putting roots. Watch this. You do know that sometimes a tree root can cause a problem. Mm. Sometimes you can you can plant some stuff in the wrong area and then it starts to grow and then them roots start getting some areas that they had no business getting. I wish I had a little help in here. Trying to say he had a whole lot of stuff. The rise of staff, grace, and I know that's right. Lisa says, I'm bad. I can pack everything in that cooler and still buy stuff in every game. <laughs> Woo, my, 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 my. Watch this, watch this. Now, number four says, watch this. Number four says, watch this. This is going to confuse y'all. Don't be confused. Number four says, no, it will get better. No, it'll get better. Relief is coming. Number five says, no, it won't get better. Don't get confused. We're talking about hope now. We, we Stay with me. Seven ways to hold on to hope. Number five says, no, that it won't get better. Now, you're going to say, wait a minute, preacher. You just told me that relief is coming. You just said relief. I heard you. You put it, look, you, you, had, you had your little wife producer put it on the screen. You just said, you just said, you had your big wife? Which one? Exactly. <laughs> you, <laughs> you had your little old producer on your little old show put it on the screen. You just said it won't get better. You said it would. Now you're saying it won't. Watch this. And I did say that. But the larger reality is, watch this, that we live in a fallen world where sin abounds. We just read that. At least you just gave me that. You just gave me that scripture. Watch this. We live in a fallen world where sin is abound. There is a thief that comes to kill to steal, kill, and destroy, which means we should, we, watch this, we should come to expect that this life will be fraught with pain and frustration. So instead of making an idol, come on now, of an easy life, grow in reality that things will never be fully right on this earth, but they will be in heaven. Stay with me, stay with me. That things won't be fully right on earth, but they will be in heaven. Now, this ain't, this ain't, I'm not trying to convince you to go into nothing about uh, invitations of fatalism and all that kind of stuff. Jesus prayed that God's perfect will would be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. I wish I, I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to get this. Please don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Because see, there has to be, there has to be, there has to be uh, in this time. We have to deal in realities that some things are not going to change. Some things are not going to change. I can sit here all day, and as much as we pray about it, this situation that this country has with guns is probably not going to change. No law that they pass is probably going to fix everything that's going on. No law that they pass is probably going to fix it because at the end of the day, there is a problem. There is a problem. And, and the writer said it best. We live in a fallen world where sin abounds. We read that scripture earlier. Uh, Felicia gave me that scripture earlier in Matthew. We live, we live in a place where, where sin abounds. And, and, and we have to be, we, it says that. It says that, right? Matthew 24 and 12. Felicia gave it to me earlier. I'll read it again. Let me read it again. Let me read, let me read the King James first. It says that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Because iniquity abounds, the love of many shall wax cold. Message Bible says it like this. In the confusion, you got lying preachers will come forward and deceive a lot of people. For many others, the overwhelming spread of evil will do them in. Nothing left of their love but a mound of ashes. Doesn't mean you give up. That's not saying, well, it ain't going to get better. No way. So I might as well quit. No, I'm still going to move in hope and faith that it will, even though it might not. My faith doesn't change, even though it might not. How many times have we prayed for a loved one on their deathbed? I didn't give up on God because God said no to my request. I ain't going to get no help for that either. I didn't quit on God because God said no to my request. Because God said, no, I didn't give up. When God told me, no, not yet, I didn't get mad. I didn't get mad at God. I looked at myself. Oh, Jesus. I looked at myself. I said, okay. I thank God. Look, and, and, and every day, I thank God for the no, not yet. Oh, my God. Every day. <laughs> With all the stuff that I see, <laughs> I thank God for the no, not yet. Daryl Coley said, he's preparing me. Oh, my God. See? Yeah. Huh? Come on. He's preparing me. That's why that, that's why that song is, 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 is so awesome and it's timeless uh, because, because of the, 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 the language, the, the language of the song. Everything. He's preparing me for something that I can't see right now. He's preparing me, watch this, for something I can't handle right now. So watch this, because you try to get it early, God says, no, not yet. Sometimes it's just no. Sometimes there is no not yet. But I think about this that song. I think the next part said, he's making me ready because he cares. I think that's what it said. He's making me ready because he cares. Come on, uh, Ari Toy, Brother Toy, 824. Eight, I thought I read that earlier. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope, for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it 
We must patiently wait for the hope that be revealed in Christ's coming, even the redemption of our souls, the hope of eternal life in God. Amen. Amen, amen. But this is the time frame. So even though the difficulty, the difficult times are not going away, it goes back to he's preparing me. Mm. That might be a good sermon title. <laughs> he's preparing me. Yeah. I got to preach for the graduates. That might be it right there. He's preparing me. Come on, somebody. He's preparing me. He's putting me in position. He's getting me ready. It, it was difficult. I had to go through that difficult time. I had to go through that difficult phase. I had to go through that rejection because he was preparing me. Mm. Mm. Let me leave that alone. Let me leave that alone. Number six, number six, number six, number six. We, 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 we might be on time. Number six says, we're talking about, again, talking about seven ways to hold on to hope. Number six says, no, this will make you more like Jesus. Woo! My, my, my. Number six says, no, this will make you more like Jesus. God's taking you through this pain. Watch this. God is not taking you through this pain because he's sadistic. Come on now. Shanta, if I could, if I could sing like Daryl Coley, you, probably, I would, you, you would have never met me. If I could sing like Daryl Coley, y'all would never have met me. So let's move on from that right there. I already know. God knew what he was doing. He said, Negro, I'm going to let you preach, but I ain't going to let you sing. (laughs) But watch this. Watch this. His plan, watch this. God's plan is that through all things, you begin to look like Jesus. All things. That you begin to look like Jesus. Hey, hey, uh, 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 Brother Tory, stay that, stay right there in Romans. Go to Romans eight and twenty-eight. Go to Romans eight and twenty-eight. I'm gonna give him a scripture now. Go to Romans eight and twenty-eight. Cause watch this. It says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. But you got to read. Verse 29. See, we, we read 28 and get excited, but you got to read 29 because it's in verse 29 where we find the answer, what the answer is for our situation. Come on now. Because this it says, for those whom he foreknew. Mm, my, my, my. This is when I got excited right here. It's for those who he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. The good that God wants for you, come on now, is that you grow to look more and more like Jesus. Hold on to that hope. That's it right there. Hold on to that hope. That's what I love. Because he foreknew. That means, watch this, God knew what you were going to do before your mama ever met your daddy. Come on now. I wish I had some help. He knew. He knew who you were going to be. He knew every mistake you were going to make. But in every mistake, he, there was always a plan for salvation. Now, everybody don't follow the plan. Everybody does not. The plan is there. Everybody does not take the option. Brother Tory says, Hebrews 10, 36, for ye that need of patience 
that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Oh, yeah. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Uh-huh. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. My God. Must this not me, but my soul, he said, shall have no pleasure in him. My inner parts won't want, want nothing to do with him. Oh, my. That's good. That's good. Last one, y'all. Last one. We out of here for the night. Last one. Last one. Seven ways to hold on to hope. Hold on to hope that this can be your ministry. This can be your ministry. Watch this. Second uh, Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Uh, one five and six. Second Corinthians one five and six says this: For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently, here it is, when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. So watch this. God comforts us in our days of hopelessness so that we can extend the same love, mercy, and grace and hope to others who have no idea where to turn. Check that out. He comforts us when we have days of hopelessness so that we can extend. God gives us comfort. Come on now. This is about my church folk. I need y'all to get this. Some of y'all don't get this. Some of y'all don't get this. Y'all go to church every week. Y'all go to service every week with a whole bunch of malice in y'all hearts, and you don't have no grace for nobody. But God gives us comfort in our days. So that, so, 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 so that we can extend that same love and that same mercy and that same grace and hope to other folk who feel like they have nowhere to turn. Keep that in mind. God creates, watch this, and I, and I believe this, I believe this, because I see God doing it right now. God creates the most impactful ministry for you out of your deepest pain. Some of the greatest ministries that God has ever moved through came out of some of the deepest pain. So be careful. Watch this. Don't just hope for relief. Don't just hope for relief. Because see that, that, because relief, you know, that's like, boom. Relief can come, but you don't really address the problem. So you got to hope for something that's more lasting and hope for something that has an eternal impact. That's what, that's what, that, that, that's what the hope is. Don't hope that God will take the pain away. That's why, that's why I love about Paul and Silas. When Paul and Silas were, 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 were in, in prison, Paul and Silas, when they, they never prayed, God, get us out of here. They never prayed that. They never said, God, you can take us out of here. But what happened is, look, their ministries, come on now, their ministries grew even more after the imprisonment. I wish I could, y'all could get this. I wish y'all would get this. Some of the greatest ministries, some of the greatest moves of God, read your Bible, have come from places of pain and strife and misery. 
I'm not saying you got to go through that to get it, but I'm saying some of them have come through. Think about our salvation, my God, today. Huh? Think about our hope in Christ. Our salvation and our hope in Christ came through one of the most painful and tragic moments in the history of the world, the crucifixion. Our most painful moment came from that. Our most triumphant moment, rather, came from that pain. That suffering on the cross brought us the greatest opportunity to have abundant life. That's why when he says, I come, that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly because the choice is still yours. That's why when I hear that scripture read, I, 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 I cringe when I hear people forget the word might. I, I cringe when they leave that part out of the scripture because I'm not sure. I'm like, why are you skipping the word? Because, see, that's a different sentence when you say, I come, that you'll have life and that you'll have it more abundantly. When you take out the word might, mm-mm, mm-mm. See, that's not, now, now that, 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 that phrase has a different meaning. It doesn't mean the same when you take out the word might. I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I come so that you now have the option, if you follow me, that you might have, come on now, if you follow me, there's a caveat there, that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. But that's for believers. That's not for the non-believer. That's for the believers. Mm. My, my, my. That's for the believer. We got to be believers. That, we, we, we like to quote that scripture. Oh, I come that you, I come that you have life. No, no, stop lying to people. Stop deceiving people. Give them the whole book. Not the touchy-feely. Get happy. When praises go up, blessings come down. Ain't no scripture, by the way. That ain't, that ain't in the Bible. That ain't in there. That ain't in there. I wish we would get that. I, I come that you might have life. Might. You might, that might means you might or you might not. If you skip the word, you change the scripture. You change the scripture. And that's why you had so many of these prosperity preachers lying to folk for years. And you were putting their hope in a, in, a, in a falsehood because that's not what the scripture says. We're talking about holding on to hope. What, what, was the number, what was the second thing about holding on to hope? You got to be honest. Third thing it was. The third thing was you got to be honest. And for us as preachers and teachers, we have to be honest with you. We have to tell you what the whole Bible says, not just the, ooh, I'm going to get blessed part. The same God, yeah, my God, the same God that talks about blessing talks about damnation, huh? The same God, the same God. Bertori, I'm glad you put that that scripture up there because that's one of my favorite scriptures, First Thessalonians four and thirteen, because that's a scripture that I had to study a lot when. And I, I, if you tuned in late, I was talking about the people that have passed away over the last uh, seven days. 
that I personally knew, uh, people at my former church uh, that have passed away, uh, Deacon Meredith, Pastor Emeritus Tad Miller, uh, and Miss Lyons, uh, Deacon Lyons' wife, all passed away within the seven-day period. And I, re- I read this. I'm reading the scripture. I'm reading the scripture. Thank you for putting up this version. It says, uh, First Thessalonians 4 and 13 says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive, stay with me now, and remain unto the coming of the Lord, shall not prevent them which are asleep. Stay with me. Verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Stay with me. Y'all watch this now. Stay with me with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and, stay with me, I'm teaching, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Please tell me what you just heard. The dead in Christ shall rise first. 17 says, then then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air And so shall we ever be with the Lord, wherefore comfort one another with these words. This is why we have to be careful about what we teach. Now watch this. There's a time and a place for it. I don't teach this out of, you know, when you're asked to do, as as preachers, we're asked to do funerals. And a lot of times funerals can be touchy, especially when you don't know the person. You don't know their walk with Christ. You don't know enough about them. That's why I don't do strangers' funerals. I'm never going to be that preacher that's just on the payroll at a funeral home. Come on, Brother Tory, help me teach this thing. I'm never going to be the brother on, on the staff at the funeral home because it just don't. Because, cause see, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that Pookie went to heaven. I'm not going to let you. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get your false hopes up. Just like I ain't going to tell you that auntie went to heaven. I ain't going to tell you that auntie or grandma or, or, or TT went to heaven. Right, we say everybody, right, everybody, right, the way these folk at the funeral, they, everybody in heaven, they, to let you tell it, every funeral I went to, they went to heaven. And I know good doggone well. But you know what? My, 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 my grandmother, my great-grandmother told me, and I never understood it because I never did the research until I was older. My great-grandmother told me, she said, folk going to be upset when they get to heaven. She said, because a whole lot of Negroes ain't going to be up there. <laughs> she sure said that to me. And I said, Ma, what you talking about? She said, I'm going to tell you right now, half these Negroes ain't going to even get up there. They ain't going to get in there. And I never understood that because I assumed I assume that 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 you know for everybody that went to church that died was going to heaven. When they died, they went to heaven. Back to this verse. People that have died are asleep. You can go all the way back to the Bible. David, King David, 
is sleep. Moses is sleep. Right? Even Adam and Eve are sleep. All of these people are sleep. The only ones that we know was Enoch and uh, who was that? Elijah. Those are the only ones that we know of. And of course, Jesus. Everybody else that has died, they ain't in, they ain't in. I know we like to say they singing in the heavenly choir, but they not. I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna just tell it like it is. I know you're gonna say they preaching from the heavenly pulpit. They not. They ain't singing in the heavenly choir. They sleep. They are asleep, and they are asleep until the day that Jesus comes back. Because that's why the Bible says, "The dead in Christ shall get up first. Meaning, all these folk from Adam. All the way, if the world ended today, if Jesus came back today, right now at this moment, all the folk that died from Adam all the way to today, if, they, if they're going to heaven, those are dead in Christ. If they died in Christ, they're going to get up first. I know you want to believe granddaddy and my mama and all them is in heaven, but they sleep right now. They sleep. Now, as for the folk that's going to hell, they are already there. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Look here. Uh, Ari Tori says, uh, uh, no, Regina says, I'm up writing in the clouds, skydiving, sacred scripts, graffiti painting, perfect pics with precision. So intense my Infinite potential, limitless God engineered my face in his own image. Now ousted angels want to scrimmage the battle is not yours because the battle is already finished. Stay encouraged. Was that a poem? I probably didn't read it right, but thank you. Uh, Please said every funeral is not God's will. I know that's right. Brother Tory, John 3.17, for God sent his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believe in him. Come on now. Uh, our brother Tori says, after Jesus ascends from heaven and the dead saints that are in the grave rise and meet the Lord in the air, where are they going? Zechariah 14, 15. And he shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azale. Yea, ye shall flee like as you fled before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, the king of Judah. The Lord my God shall come and all the saints with thee. Those are the ones. They're going, they, they going right to heaven. Right in. Because, see, judgment day happens when you sleep. Mm. Okay. We're going to get ready and go. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the time we had on tonight. God, we thank you so much, God. We, God, thank you for our 120th anniversary for allowing us to celebrate that yesterday, God. We thank you for that. God, now we're praying for these uh, three grieving, four grieving families right now, God. We're praying uh, for the family of, 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 of uh, Deacon John Meredith and his family. God, we're praying for Pastor Emeritus Tab Miller and his family. God, we're praying for uh, Prince Seta Lyons and the Lions, Deacon Homer Lyons and his family. 
God, we're praying for them, and we're praying for the Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church family. God, we're praying that you would be with them, console them, comfort them, uh, be a hedge of protection around them, keep them lifted up, God. Let no confusion or strife enter into their hearts, God. Comfort those that are hurting right now. Uh, God, we know that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And God, so we're going to lift you up, fight how we might feel, despite our discouragement, despite our sadness. We're still going to lift you up and give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, I got to go. Huh? Y'all be good. Thank y'all for tuning in. It was awesome. It was good to be back on the air. We will see y'all on Friday. God willing, and the creek don't rise. If you got to drive... (laughs) through this special city we call Town. Do me a favor, uh, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. With your hands lifted up, say, say it like this. Take the limits off. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.